Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small small cap executives right after they put out important news. With us today, happy to have them back because of the iGaming small cap super company. They're lighting it up. Scott Burton, he's CEO of Fans Unite Entertainment. Trades on the CSC under Fans, F-A-N-S, great name. And for our friends in the U.S., almost a better name, Fun <laughs> FF. Uh, for those of you new to the story, there's going to be a lot of you because as I'm looking at the stock chart, 2021 has been off to a pretty good start here. Um, what you need to know, first of all, is that the global online gambling market is probably going to hit potentially a trillion dollars by the end of this decade. That's the online gambling market. And that's for some obvious reasons, right? Growth number of people online. But you also got jurisdictions all over the world now, especially after COVID and all the money, the deficit spending they've had to go through, legalizing gambling to get their hands on that tax revenue. But until now, uh, most small cap investors haven't had a way to participate in that massive growth because let's face it, it's an industry dominated by all the traditional names that we know out there, right? But that all changed with Fans Unite. They're the small cap iGaming super company uh, and they've been delivering. Uh, last year, they had in October, they had record quarter uh, in, in bets. Uh, first ever first ever company in history to open up e an esports, online esports book in the United States. That was history. Malta license came through. There's so much going on. And what do we talk about today? They close an oversubscribed $13.4 million private placement due to what do you expect? Strong investor demand. Scott, the $13 million man, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thanks for having us back, George. Hey, look, you keep making news like this. We're going to keep having you back, right? There's, uh, yeah. if, there's and you know, we, we have you on almost every month and I, and, and I think it's going to be even more, you know, so congratulations uh, on the private placement. Um, before we talk about what you're going to do with the money, were you surprised and what does the oversubscribe, the upsize demand tell you about investor appetite for both fans and the space? Yeah, I mean, we we knew there was good demand uh, demand there, which is kind of why we we chose to go out when we did. It's probably not a typical time to launch a financing right before Christmas. Um, we wanted to, you know, get it behind us going into the new year. It's going to be a huge year for us. I would say the the actual what ended up being a massive demand was was a surprise because we. Um, you know, I, I may have the days wrong, but I think we, you know, we announced it at the end of a day on a Tuesday and we, by, you know, and we announced 5 million. Um, I remember that. Wednesday morning we came in and we were through five already. And so shortly we announced going up to 11. Uh, before the end of the day, we were, we were done with the 11. Um, and, and it's a really good group of investors that are joining. Um, so it's quite diverse. Um, you know, we announced it with Gravitas, who did a great job of uh, bringing us a, a really solid book of investors. Great job, guys. Um, you know, we unfortunately had to turn away a lot of other good ones at the same time. So, so demand was much bigger than, than I actually thought it would be. Um, but, but, you know, we, we knew there was something there with, with what we've seen happening in the space and, and the outreach that had been coming to us. So, so that was our goal is get it behind us, money in the bank going into 2021. Um, we knew we had a massive, you know, the potential opportunities and stuff we have ahead of us. Um, you know, we didn't want to be constrained by, by capital needs. Fair to say that 
given the feedback you guys have probably been receiving, is it fair to say that, look, this this was not a, a $2 million finance that got subscribed from $1 million. This is started as a five, went to 11, ended off at 13.5. And like you're telling us now, well, I didn't know, you turned down more money, right? Uh, you, yeah. you had to close the door at some point. Is from the from the from the feedback you got from the investors, is it fair to say that the industry now views Fans Unite as the i as as the small cap iGaming company? Yeah, I think um, we're starting to get that feeling. I would say from people um, with the the con, you know, people are reaching out to us, contacting us. Uh, it took a while to get our story out there and then we had the help of yourselves and a few others. And um, see, I think people have had the chance now to uh, watch us, you know, as we executed last year, which feels like a long time, but we really only completed our merge in August. Um, so the, the news flow we've had and the execution and, and people now understand that we're for the, for the size of our team and, and, uh, and the size of the market cap, uh, there's a lot under the hood in this business in terms of infrastructure, uh, technology, architecture. Uh, if you look top to bottom in the team experience, the board experience and our investor uh, roster. Um, so yeah, I think people are starting to to notice that, um, you know, we are not, uh, we have not jumped into this because gambling's hot. Um, you know, Darius started fans seven years ago. I yeah, you guys a seven night, a seven year overnight success story. Yeah, exactly, right? Everyone should exactly. realize that this isn't about yeah. this is a yeah, couple of guys jumping into a hot fad. Yeah, we didn't just get lucky. Um, and uh, yeah, and Darius, uh, you know, we've we've come together nicely. We've both been grinding, uh, and our, our co-founders and teams. So, so yeah, so I think we're at that point now where people realize that we um, we are are a company that has the potential to to be a big player. Um, and, and tons of upside still to go uh, if you put us up against some of the, the larger cap companies um, and, and we're really just kind of getting started. So um, giving us the, this amount of money, um, you know, we, we weren't in need of capital when we did it. Um, so that's also a nice spot to be in when, uh, when you're not doing it, when your back's against the wall. Um, so, so this was really people recognizing that um, if you give us, you know, if you put your money in us, uh, we will be good stewards of your capital as we've shown to all our investors. Uh, we're focused on growth and value creation for everybody, uh, which I think we've shown as well in the last uh, six months. So, so yeah, we had great reception. I uh, appreciate all the people who did participate. Again, um, I wish we could have had everyone in uh, that wanted to. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure they're cool. buying the open market too. I mean, that's that, that's what that's what happened. Yeah, people. Have, yeah, I mean, that's that's the other thing that happened. I mean, people went to the open market, and you've seen uh, we've had good volume. Um, I think today's an exceptional volume day, and we kind of went i think the other way some people expected when you announce a financing a lot of times the uh the price will will drop to that and and uh you know now people are saying why did you finance that price i mean we we closed the day before at 66 cents and we financed at 62 and a half and we've just gone you know fairly steadily upwards since that point so um yeah it's good validation for us in the business um so let's talk about look for and for people new at home first i want to what I want to quickly mention is what I love and what a Gorecom really loves about fans is the fact that they've got both a B2C component. That means they've got 
online sites that will take bets from individuals, okay? You and me, not necessarily in Canada, uh, but it'll take bets from individuals. So that's great. But they also have the B2B side, which I really love. And the company creates these amazing new games, these ama amazing new graphics, totally suited for the new millennial crowd that just doesn't want to go there and play the same old games that you know we see in casinos and online everywhere and that's what i think is a huge differentiator for uh for the company i mean and among so many other things but i love the fact that it's a two-pronged approach and there and you guys are so strong on both sides so let's talk about you know plans for the money right you've uh you've been you've been growing aggressively you got your multi license at in, in the last quarter yeah, you established the first ever uh, esports online esports book for uh, for the United States, so that's historical. And I think last time we spoke, not I think, but you were also talking about UK license because that's kind of on its own is a, is a big jewel. So talk, let's talk about plans. Where are you going uh, with this money? And give us the roadmap in twenty twenty one. Yeah, so um, I think the, the the first priority we set out uh, in December was to um, to start adding to to the team. So in every part of the business, from development to business development, um, you know, when I say development, I meant technology first, but then business development um, to our casino side of the business to everything. So overall, we are going to expand our team, uh, both Canada, U.S., Europe. Um, so we want to be able to tackle these opportunities. Uh, the exciting thing that we're also now able to do, as you mentioned, we have this, the two parts of the business and um, one is Mick, uh, or sorry, on the B2C front, we have McBookie and we've uh, recently put out a, a Brazilian site called Vamos. Um, we now have some real marketing dollars to spend on those businesses. So McBookie has been an amazing acquisition that fans did, a Scottish you know, focused sports book. Two great guys have been running that for 10 years, Paul and Damien. Um, and they've done a great job of creating a profitable business. Um, they, they've been limited on the upside growth because uh, it's been their own money. Um, they, they have not really spent on marketing. So all the success to date has really been organic growth. Um, so excited to see what Paul and Damien do when they've got a bit of money to put into marketing especially with a huge year coming up in, in Scottish sports and they're, they're yeah. really focused on the Scottish market. So, so if you look at um, those two things on the B2C is giving those companies some money to spend on marketing, um, which, which they weren't getting before. So uh, still setting record numbers. That's the funny part. It's still setting record. Yeah, numbers. Yeah. So they, they hit a huge record in October, massive numbers. Uh, and so that's exciting for us on, on the spending of marketing. Um, on the B2B, we will add uh, some people that actually do business development. So, so anything we've done to date uh, on a B2B side has all been inbound. Um, we've, we've never outreached, never done marketing, never done promotion. Um, we've been paying That's off. a massive market, right, Scott? Yeah. The B2B means basically any casino, any online casino on the planet. I mean, the, the, it's almost limitless for, you, for, for your purposes. Yeah, and that's the, the nice part. It's huge. It's growing fast. So, I mean, you look at the U.S., which only, you know, only half the states have announced that they're going to do sports betting. So we still got, you know, half the U.S. to even, you know, get to that point, which it'll happen. So you've got a ton of people that are going to be coming in uh, looking for technology, especially as a lot of the B2B technology is being bought up by operators and basically coming off market. Um, so before people would have gone to an SB Tech, um, DraftKings bought SB Tech. Um, you know, Networks was another one that just got acquired by Bally's. 
Um, Coolbat got acquired by GAN. So, so there's fewer and fewer options for people that need technology. So we're coming in at a good time there. And then on the sort of unlimited upside potential, the nice part about that business is um, you get a guaranteed monthly recurring revenue. So there's an MRR attached to being a licensed software provider. Uh, but then we share in the upside. So as they grow, uh, we get to grow with them. So there's no cap on the upside revenue potential from a B2B partnership for us. And we can, you know, we can tackle esports, I would say, uh, better than most or anybody in terms of a technology solution. We can do traditional sports, we can do live dealer casino, we can do casino. Um, and then we can operate in multiple jurisdictions with our current license infrastructure, um, where we've got you know servers on the ground where required, and then our ability to launch into new new places. So we announced going into Colorado, so we'll be launching that site soon uh, with Skyu Casino. Um, but again, you need to have the ability, like we do, to drop. Um, you know, technology on the ground in some of these places. So it's a requirement to have physical servers in Colorado um, on the tribal land on this case, and, and to be able to deploy technology uh, quickly to satisfy all the regulators. So, you know, we have to satisfy Malta for Malta. We satisfy Colorado for Colorado. Um, so to be, again, the size and, and age of our company with that in place already, um, you know, we're not afraid of any jurisdiction, uh, you know, we know we can go into. So, you know, you asked about UK, that's the next big license for us. Um, it, in the prior to the merge, it wasn't a priority on the Ascot side of things uh, going to the UK, but having McBookie, they're, they're operating with someone else's license as a white label currently. Um, again, goes back to the size of that business before with two guys, they didn't have enough people to cover all the key roles required necessarily and have the, the right infrastructure. So that's what fans brings to the table with these acquisitions of a group like McBookie is we bring all that, the team and the infrastructure. So now, you know, we can acquire a license for them, uh, take a significant cost out of their business um, as we're growing the upline at the same time. You know, a lot of people might be tempted and we're not going to talk about stock price, but I'm going to mention it. You know, the, as, as we're talking right now, the stock trading at $1.20, right? So there could be a lot of people who might be looked at and say, wow, you know, that that could be it for fans there. That's what a what a great move since the fall, you know? But not talk about stock price, but the business with the success you had in Q4, with this financing closing, and knowing your pipeline, the demand for your B2B side, you know, B2C, you don't always know the demand because you don't know who's going to come in and compete and do those things, but it's still a yeah. great market, don't be wrong. But B2B, you know, I think is, I, I love it. Where do you see the company, you know, two, three, four years down the road? Does it, does it, is it basically unrecognizable compared to where it is today? Yeah, yeah, I think it, it will be. So there'll be a combination of things. One is, um, you know, coming into the, the merge, we had a, a, a B2B platform that was really focused on esports. Um, coming out of the merge and going into the next quarter, we will have a platform that is powering a significantly sized sportsbook casino. Um, so as soon as we launch that, that's a that's a major change in the business, and that changes the the revenue potential of us pretty dramatically. Um, so that's one change. Then, with this money, um, we 
you know, we are now in a position to act on some of the M&A opportunities that have been coming at us. And so two to three years from now, um, with some acquisitions rolled in, uh, we'll, I think we'll be a very different looking company. Um, and, and I think we'll be having a different conversation about size, if you do want to talk price, but also about who our direct peers are, as opposed to who we're, who we're trying to get close to today. Um, it's who, who we're going to be directly competing with and, and in the same conversation with, I think, in two, three years. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to just add in from a personal from a personal point of view, Agoracom. You know, we obviously have shares in your company. Um, we don't. The temptations say, "Wow, there's some good money made. Let's go." But the the real success, and now I'm talking to investors. The real success comes from being, and you got to make this determination. We're not going to make it for you, but comes from determining which company. I mean, to me, fans is is going is a, is going into a paradigm shift you know this paradigm shift and and parabolic growth like both at the same time the industry is doing it and the company is doing it so you almost have two jets powering so the temp, so for us it's not even a temptation for us it's we want to be in this two years from now minimum you know and give the company a chance to grow uh rather than get out early because that's usually yeah. the, the temptation that's what we're doing you got to do your diligence at home so there's no investment advice there, but from a philosophical point of view, we're not holding on for a higher price. That's not what we're doing because we have no idea where the price is going to be two years from now. Who knows what's going to happen? But we want to be around for when the company morphs into, grows into what it's truly going to be. So right now, you know, to me, Fans Unite is 13 years old, you know, it's growing up, uh, but it still has its formative years ahead of it. We want to be there for when you're 23 and 24 years old, if you want to use an example. So sorry, guys, I want to kind of throw that in there because that's how excited I am about the future, uh, about the future of the company. Uh, let's talk about U.S. and Canada. I mean, uh, last time we spoke, Canada looks like, has Canada made any moves uh, in towards coming closer to, you know, legalizing one sports betting, which is, you know, one-off sports betting, which is what yeah. you're looking for, right? Yeah, so um, you know, we, we were hoping there'd be a, a bit more movement before the end of the year, but it looks like it'll be uh, early spring when I think um, you know we'll see that first piece of the puzzle, which is the single event betting. So still hopeful there um, that that will happen in spring, uh, and then it moves to a decision at the provincial level. So first, the federal government will, will, will make that determination, and then it'll be up to the provinces to decide how they're going to implement it, when, and, and, and that sort of thing. So, so that was the, the first step, as we said before, in making um, Canada an attractive market for an operator to be in. You know, if you're a traditional sports book, um, trying to uh, compete with that um, it's almost like handcuffs in terms of uh, attracting sports bettors. Uh, if that goes away, then it becomes attractive. So then what needs to happen next is that they need to open the door to outside operators. Uh, so currently, Canada is a closed market with a government monopoly. Um, so, but Ontario's made, uh, you know, you know, very strong indications that come out and said it that they do expect to open up to outside operators. So, you know, our, our hope around timing would be a spring announcement around single event betting and then a fall um, opening up of Ontario and, and then uh, watch the other provinces, I think, follow the lead. So going into uh, 2022 is then when we would hope that other provinces start to make that. Um, and we're, 
I think we're extremely well positioned when when that stuff starts to change with uh, the fact that we are here in Canada. Uh, we joined the CGA at the end of last year, the Canadian Gaming Association, and we have licenses in a couple of jurisdictions that we know um, provinces will look to for guidance uh, on how they should operate in a regulated market that is no longer a government monopoly. So, uh, yeah, very excited. Uh, you know, the U.S. news is great. The, the Canadian news is great. So um, it's part of the, the the demand is when you have an industry like ours that people see the, the cash generation potential of gambling and then just this sort of wide open road of, uh, of opening up on the regulation front. Um, it's it's a good spot to be. Yeah, and to me, it's a pretty. It's going to be a pretty easy decision to make. The money's already finding ways to leave Canada to bet on offshore sites, so yeah. you're losing that money anyways to to foreigners. You might as well, you know, you might as well keep it here, uh, where obviously they generate some. You know, they they get a piece of that, and then hey, they even get the income tax off of you know Fans Unite because as yeah. a corporation, you have to pay income tax, so it's a yeah. double. It's a double whammy, so I don't see how yeah. they don't uh, how they don't go there. Scott, yeah. man, we can keep talking because you guys are explosive and the space is explosive. But we'll leave something on the table for next time. In the meantime, congratulations on this uh, on this financing. I know you guys are grinders. Find a way to celebrate a bit if you can. Mm-hmm. You know you deserve yeah. it. I think on behalf of all shareholders and uh, and uh, wishing continued success. All right, thanks a lot, George. Talk soon. Forever at home. You've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Scott Burton, CEO of Fans Unite Entertainment, trades on the CSC and the stock symbol Fans for Friends in the UF, F-U-N-F-F, Fun FF. Your job now is to do your due diligence, get to Agoracom, punch in the company's name or stock symbol, look at the profile section to come up to speed, especially for everyone that's new. You can really understand the full thing about the the full business, the B2C and the B2B side. And then watch a couple of interviews that we've done with Scott uh, since the summer. I think those are extremely valuable for information and to show that whatever the company says, they deliver. Thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.